For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Urban Pitch Podcast, The Beautiful Game of Life. Today we have Brianna Aguila. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes. Okay, with Soccer Problems. Uh, for those of you that uh, may not know, Soccer Problems is a, a social media account, right? And I've seen it on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, can you give us a little bit of background of what Soccer Problems is? It started basically as a Twitter account just to vent. Okay. It was totally anonymous the first year that it was around, mm-hmm. and it was just a way for players to relate to my expressions of what mm-hmm. I thought was not necessarily wrong with the game, yeah. but just problems that we face day to day. Okay. And uh, can you give me like some tips? Because like Soccer Problems on Twitter, and that's how you said you started, how many followers does it have? Somewhere over 150,000. Yeah, I have like I have like under like a couple hundred. So like, how you go from <laughs> like you said it was completely anonymous like the first year, right, uh-huh. or whatever? Was it really a year? And how did it get? How did it go from that to like 150,000? So it was really a year. I started it uh, my junior year of high school, okay. midway during soccer season. Right. So it was like late December. That's so upsetting that it's the fact that you started in high school and it has 150,000 and our, <laughs> our and our you know professional you know account uh, you know is in the hundreds. But okay, go ahead and continue. Um, and it was just a, a total accident. Yeah. Uh, my teammates on my high school team we honestly just were not the best team okay. and I would complain about it on Twitter and they wow. said you need to cut it let's, let's throw some names out <laughs> so you were complaining about your high school teammates at the time yeah okay. well no, not my teammates just the team and how bad we were in uh, general okay, but okay. we were never really known to be good right. so with that I looked for a Twitter account that I could relate to didn't really find one at the time there wasn't really one except maybe soccer girl probs but mm-hmm. I just couldn't necessarily relate to them okay. why is that um, I so, so like to give a little bit of background, right? Soccer girl problems, right? Mm-hmm. Soccer girl probs, right? Like they're pretty well known as they an are. account, right? And you know the name's kind of similar. So then, is it kind of you know what's the difference in between that and and your account? Because uh, like when I go on to soccer girl problems, a lot of their majority of their posts are about like problems that female soccer players could relate to, right? Yeah. Like you know that's different from you know guy soccer players, right? Mm-hmm. So then, but yours isn't like that. Your account. Two, two things about that. One, mm. I've always been told I've had more of a guy's mentality when it came to the game. Okay. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of watching women's soccer professionally up until maybe like three or four years ago. Okay. So I always had a different perspective on my problems, mm. per se. I mean, my problems didn't really relate to, like, oh, my wet sports bra and mm. coach, you know, making yeah. this run, this or that. Right. And two, I just feel like high school players don't necessarily relate to the same problems that collegiate players you know, experience. Mm-hmm. So they were in college at the time when they started, and I was a junior in high school. So I just wasn't really able to relate. I thought they were funny tweets, but right. I'm like, oh, like it's just something to laugh at rather than something to relate to. That okay. was the only difference. I, I've loved them since the get go. Mm-hmm. They started, I think, a few months before me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of been a journey together. Mm. Is there a little bit of competition there between you guys at all? Not at all. No? I mean, I have feel you ever like met those girls? I've seen them in person, but didn't have okay. the chance to meet them. I saw them last year at the NSCAA convention, but okay. I was working with Cal South at, at right. the time, so I didn't have a chance to go and like talk to them. Last year, not the recent one? No, not the okay. recent one. Out in um, Baltimore. But you recognize them? Yeah, and okay. I just couldn't break away from my work at the moment I to see. go say hi. They did reach out recently, okay. so awesome. hopefully we get to click up one day. I mm. know that mm. 
day from Beast Mode will be like you know into all of us just getting together. But okay. I don't feel like any competition. Okay, I feel like good. women should empower each other. Right. So okay. everything that they do, it's awesome. Right. I've actually met them. I didn't even. The thing is, is like. I've seen them at uh, an event. It was uh, an Adidas like Mercury Center event, like a three day thing. Yeah. I, but I didn't know who they were, so I was really? I didn't know why they were there. You know, they were filming, and I'm like, okay, so they're just kind of like random girls, I guess. Maybe they're college players and they're good. And then subsequently afterwards, when the you know like the social media posts and all that was were you know starting to be released, I realized that those girls were soccer, soccer girl problems. problems. Yeah. If okay. I had known that earlier, I probably would have introduced myself and like said <laughs> hi and all that. But I was just like, okay, you know, there's like. You know, two, three, like, soccer, you know, players and cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then it started off as you kind of venting, you said, right? Yeah. So I just went off. I just gave my opinion. Okay. And I wanted to keep the account anonymous because I didn't want my mm-hmm. uh, teammates to get mad. Okay. So, so they didn't know that, it, like, you didn't necessarily uh, blast no or knew. affiliate your high school team or anything no, like that. No, it was no, just, no. like, anonymous, pro- like, issues. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I as the months went along and people mm-hmm. wanted to know who who ran the account, I always played it off with my friends. Mm-hmm. I gave the idea as they knew I was from Southern California. They knew okay. I was from the area, but okay. I always kind of put the league on blast rather uh-huh. than any particular team. So when you say league, what are you talking about? The real league. Okay, so, which is their high school league that you played in? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they knew it was like they could narrow it down to like eight teams or whatever, right? It was six. Six, okay. Six so teams. within six teams, there's some girl that's like... Well, they they honestly thought it was a guy. Oh. Everyone was so surprised when I finally said like, I hi, Because you weren't, you weren't you weren't necessarily blasting out like the girl team league no. issues. You were just saying in general. Like okay. I said, like uh, the, the guy mentality came in yeah. and so almost everyone even like now people are like mm-hmm. soccer problems is a girl and i'm like dude right I, i've been an, a girl for you know yeah ever all, all been life, yeah. like right for the last three years i've made it publicly known that okay. soccer problems is run by a girl okay but. and then so then how did it uh, at what point did it to start to like ramp up and get really popular and how do you think that happened um i want to say it was just really gradual okay. i mean it was always just like a good in- increase mm-hmm. and nice little increments but how your guess is as good as mine okay. uh, my so only explanation mm-hmm. is that it was relatable and right. that people just really liked it okay and that's really all i could say about it because i didn't understand social media when mm. i was doing it i mean mm. it was something just to go on and you know those facebook um events that they show you that you did from like four or five years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i, I uh, look yeah. at my social media back yeah. then and i'm like yeah i had no idea what i was uh-huh. doing but somehow soccer problems okay. came out of it so then at what point did you start to think that there was something there with the account honestly mm-hmm. it's tough to say because even mm-hmm. now i'm just like it's just my twitter account mm-hmm. it's just this thing that i had that i okay. vent to that i forget that it's a thing that can take me places yeah. and can really do things for people mm-hmm. I forget the impact that it has okay. because it was just always this innocent thing right. that just came out of an accident that just okay. ended up being really. Well, the, okay, let me ask you this then, because you have a decent following, size following on Twitter and on Instagram now, right? And uh, are you able to utilize it in a professional setting? Are you are you monetizing it at all? Like, you know, what's the kind of the the, the business mechanism that's happening behind? Um, I did monetize it for a bit okay. uh, surrounding the World Cup, the Men's World Cup, okay. and a little bit during the Women's, but for the most part, it's mm-hmm. just, it's been, hey. Just organic and just kind of more of a fun thing. Yeah, it's... How, okay, so how did, you, how did you monetize it during the World Cup then? I had companies reach out to mm. me. I had a business partner at the time. Okay. Uh, he's the one that actually works with the LA Galaxy. Okay. And we just worked together and just made deals, and it worked out for both of us because we, you know, struggling college students. Yeah, we yeah. Use the money. Okay. So then companies and teams and brands or whatever reached out to you guys mm-hmm. and said, hey, uh, 
you know, we'll offer you like a certain amount of money for like a tweet or something like that? Or how did it work? Yeah. So they would mm -hmm. do packages of tweets or post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I think once we had to make a video, um, it was you know, really simple. They usually had their content ready, just yeah. kind of sent it over and they wanted just the audience. Okay. Um, other than that, it was either companies or soccer stores reaching out. Like I've worked with soccer.com before mm -hmm. and then locally with like Azteca and Nikki's. Okay. Um, and they... I'll just work together and it's like hey you know what let's run this giveaway together yeah. or here you've been retweeting for us let's just send you some stuff soccer.com has been really generous in the past are you are you still doing it because you said uh, you monetize it for a little bit is it something that you want to continue to do was it a good experience and you want to now like grow that aspect or was it something that was just temporarily and now you're kind of going back to just for fun it's cool yeah. um i mean obviously making money's money. cool yeah, yeah. money's fun <laughs> but okay. It's just that's everyone what it's about. So people are just like, why aren't you making this and this and this off of it? And I'm like, uh -huh. it's not that I, you know, I don't want to because obviously yeah. everyone wants to make money however they can. Sure. It's just it was never the focus. I don't see it like that for okay. me. It's hard to stick to the mentality like, hey, mm -hmm. do something so that you can find a way to right. make a living off of this. I, you know, recently picked up the name social media influencer. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's just I forget that this influences people that people will you know respect my opinion mm -hmm. and uh it's just something i can work with moving forward that right. it's valued okay so it's tough i mean I'd, of course i'd love yeah. to yeah this thing is so do people like hit you up all the time to be like hey can you like you know tweet us out or can you do a post on instagram that i've had some friends okay. you know uh soccer friends soccer friends right. who wanted help with you know this or that and yeah. i'm like guys come mm -hmm. on it's not what the account's about mm -hmm. unless it was something i truly believed in yeah i didn't post about it i see so what if they slip you like a you know like a fifty or a twenty or a like you know my friends aren't gonna slip me a fifty or a twenty not okay. because they can but because right. they just don't see that it works like that okay. and either way if I don't believe in something I yeah. don't want to promote it okay end of the day so we did you know have to evaluate the people we were working with mm -hmm. um, when we monetized around the World Cup and Women's World Cup yeah and we chose who we wanted to work with and then I only think we said no to one person just mm -hmm. because it wasn't really reflective of what we thought the account was about okay. but other than that. I'm just a firm believer in I'm not going to put my name on something I don't believe in. So, so that's why Soccer Problems has been maybe so, I guess, a safe zone for me and why I don't really play with the whole money thing because I don't want to take it places where I don't want it to go. Okay. So is it just you now? Or? It is. Okay. It is. And then you, you said you don't want to take it where, you, you know, in that area. But you do have plans to kind of continue to grow it and maybe uh, create like a business model behind it? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to. I'd, uh -huh. It'd be the ideal situation. Uh, I recently just got into YouTube. Okay. So see where that takes me, see what I can do with it. I'd love to do like reviews on cleats and stuff because I have friends who ask me about stuff like that anyway. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's coming out in the soccer world? What's new? What's popping? And if that's the case, if my, I guess my opinion's valued, why not mm -hmm. try to you know, do YouTube, see how that goes. I just want to... I guess spread knowledge about mm -hmm. the sport. Okay. That's my biggest thing. I don't, f you know, even though it's growing in the U.S., I think yeah. soccer can still grow more, okay. more and more and more. Okay. So is this like a full-time thing for you? Are you a student? Like, you know, what, what's, you know, give us a little bit of, <laughs> of who Brianna is then. So yeah. I do go to school. Okay. I am currently between Rio Hondo and Pasadena City College. Okay. And I work for Washington Youth Soccer. Um, I've been there for about a year now. Actually, it'll be a year next month. I was with Cal South for three years, so I, I have always had a, a part-time job. Mm -hmm. uh, and Soccer Problems has always kind of just been second since I left high school because it just never brought in steady money. Mm -hmm. And so maybe when I find a way to bring in steady money, I'll lose the part-time. But mm -hmm. until then, it's always going to have to come second because bills come first. Right. So you're juggling school 
with part-time job and then soccer problems is is a, like a third of that equation yeah okay but it definitely it plays its part because mm-hmm. i mean you have to make time for the events you have yeah. to make time to look for content and look for what's going on in the soccer world i yeah. mean i do it naturally but it does eventually reflect in soccer problems mm-hmm. So that's okay. how it goes. And you grew up here locally in the Southern California area. Like what, uh, what part of LA? Uh, so it'll, it's technically La Puente, but okay. it's just, it's a really weird mixture. I'm basically off the 60 and the 605, which okay. is like city of industry. Mm-hmm. It's a really, I guess, Urban? secluded, okay. secluded little okay, secluded. area. Okay. City yeah. of industry. Right. It's weird. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, that's like to, the strip club capital of the world. No. Like, I, I, that's what I've heard. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I tell my friends, uh-huh. oh, I live off of Valley, uh-huh. you know, right by the strip club. All the guys know that. They're like, oh, well, you say that? Right I'm next not and they already know what, what, what strip club are you talking about? They know exactly where I'm talking about when oh, I say okay. that. And it's hysterical. <laughs> your, guy, your guy friends. Oh, yeah. Just the guy friends. Oh, okay. Weird how that worked out, right? Right. Well, the female <laughs> friends, like, they happen to work there. They're like, oh, I'm going there later <laughs> at 7 o'clock tonight. Not that they've told me. Okay. All right. And so then you've always, like, you grew up in a soccer family. Like, how did you really uh, get involved in soccer so my soccer background yeah. my dad was a huge soccer fan mm-hmm. uh they put us in ayso all throughout our childhood eventually mm-hmm. moved on to club soccer high school soccer it was just how we were bred i mean we did play softball i knocked my tooth out um i played basketball wasn't really good so soccer just stuck it was just always our sport mm-hmm. all three of us played we had you know in our youth we had nine games between the three of us at a, in one weekend, and I don't know how right. my parents did it, but we did it. Mm-hmm. So it was just how we grew up. I mean, that's all I know, honestly. I, I can watch other sports. I love football, baseball, but it's just not soccer. So it's like a it's like a family tradition thing. That's how you really got into it, and so you, that's, yeah. you love the game now, I right? I love it. Yeah, it's you're wearing life. the jersey right now, right? <laughs> is, so is this, the, is this the U.S. women's it jersey? Is. It is. It's the okay. new one. It's the red. Okay, go ahead and show it off for the camera, here. It's popping. It's cool. Okay. I like it. It has yep. the three stars. Yep, to represent, right? So, like, it's interesting because you said, like, before, even just, like, a few years ago, you weren't, or, yeah, a few years ago, you're, you're 22 now. Yeah. So, when, when you were in high school, when you started soccer problems, you you said you weren't into women's soccer really at the time, right? I wasn't. But you're I, wearing a women's jersey now, so has it changed since then? Oh, definitely. Okay. How so? I don't think it was marketed correctly to begin with. It was not, huh? It, not what, at all. What, like, what do you mean? I mean, we had... We had, we had two World Cups mm-hmm. prior, but mm-hmm. they weren't really around when okay. I was growing up. Yeah. I grew up with Mia Hamm, and her, she was at the end of her career when yeah. I really started paying, to women, like, started paying attention, attention to women. Yeah, yeah. So is it, was it when they won, and then, you know, they won in the PK, and she ripped off the jersey, the famous scene? Is that when you, like, were you watching at that time, or no? Mm, I was too young. Okay, so you weren't watching that. I was okay. too young. And plus, I think that my parents had a part in why I didn't like women's soccer, because I mm-hmm. never really saw it. Okay. I wasn't really exposed to me. I right. really wasn't aware of collegiate mm-hmm. soccer to begin right. with. And that Your dad's was already not in turning into college, women's college soccer, you're My saying, right? dad was stuck on <laughs> Mexican league soccer. Okay. I, re- I didn't transition to the European side until uh-huh. maybe 2010. Okay. Maybe we're on the 2010 in, World Cup. Okay, and that's like a personal thing then, because in your family, you're saying you mostly watch the Mexican league then? Well, growing up, yeah. Okay. I was bred a Chivas fan. Okay. Uh, and the ironic thing is that my last name is Aguila, mm-hmm. so anyone who watches the Mexican league understands mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think just growing up, not being exposed to the women's soccer, and then mm-hmm watching it and seeing how slow it was compared to men's soccer but we've picked it up okay the women have picked it up greatly mm-hmm. and it's it's just never gonna so stop you, so you've been kind of steadily watching a little bit and then you're saying that the game has gotten more exciting and so you they oh, slowly yeah. won you over as a fan i'm definitely a fan now. okay they, do you follow N- nwsl at all then i do okay you do i love okay. it 
I watch the YouTube streams when I can. Yeah. I'm so excited that they're that they're on Lifetime this year, right. and I'll probably still watch all the YouTube live streams. Okay. I'm a huge supporter of it. I wish there was an LA team. Yeah. I hope that you know someone here is thinking of mm -hmm. bringing an LA based team because right. I will be there every game. Okay. I'm an LA girl. Yeah. So. Okay. Come on. All right then. Speaking of uh, LA teams, uh, or you know the whole topic, uh, controversial, not controversial, but like you know you kind of have to like pick sides now, right? Because there's LAFC that's here and they're going to start playing next year right la galaxy obviously uh mls's most successful team with five uh you know mls cups uh, huge presence in la have you uh you know picked a side yet or are you kind of just you know wh wh where do you where do you know where does brianna aguila stand on that lac versus la galaxy so mm. i am currently in my second year of being an la galaxy season ticket holder wow okay really you're a season ticket holder I for am. la galaxy awesome okay uh but in all honesty, uh oh, there's a butt. <laughs> so, up until maybe two weeks ago, I was like, "Heck yeah, LA Galaxy!" Uh -huh. like, two weeks ago, that's it. Okay, really though, that's okay. just how so crazy you're a it's die been. Diehard LA Galaxy fan. Two years, uh, you know. Well, I wasn't season. too diehard. Yeah. Um, but a season ticket holder is at least you know pretty legit in terms of being a fan, right? And supporting the yeah, team. Yeah, I think it was more just because I love being at the soccer games, and okay. I was like, you know, you have to support the MLS, you have to support the soccer environment. Right. It's not going to grow if you don't help I it out. I fully agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So. I think that played a larger part in me being a season ticket sure, holder, sure. especially because I found myself there most of the season anyway. Yeah. But. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I just started looking into LAFC a little more. Uh -huh. I saw their presence at the Red Bull event that All happened right. this past weekend. Okay. And slowly but surely, I think I'm going to transition. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It doesn't take much to win you over. Two weeks. It was only two weeks. It's you, just, yeah. it, it was weird. So I watched Atlanta come into the, season, uh, the league this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I watched exciting, them. Huh? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. And they have this culture that okay. I resonate with I a see. lot. And I'm not going to go for Atlanta because yeah. they're not necessarily next door. Sure. And it's there's a reson uh, a resonation that I have with them mm. that I don't have with the galaxy. I've always felt this sort of void with the galaxy, this okay. connection that just yeah. wasn't there. And okay. I feel like a lot of my loyalty to the galaxy has been because they're the LA team they were the only rather team than in LA. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So then let me ask you this: uh, when Chivas USA was around, mm -hmm. right, and your your dad was a, a big fan of watching Mexican leagues, and you know obviously there's Chivas Guadalajara. Were you guys as a fan or as a family a fan of Chivas USA, or you yourself? We were in the beginning, okay. Um, but I think it was more just because of the brand rather than the team. Okay. We watched maybe the first two seasons they were here, and then kind of just ended up dis dis distancing ourselves mm. from the MLS in general because of us watching or I'm sorry, playing soccer. Okay. We kind of didn't have time for anything else but okay. playing, so we didn't really pay attention anymore. Okay. And I think the only times we would ever really go to watch the Chivas USA mm -hmm. was when other teams were like playing. So we came to watch the teams they were playing against rather than themselves. So it was kind of a combination. It sounds like a, 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 the fact that you guys were busy and also they didn't really grab your attention. They didn't. Okay. They didn't. Why, why, why didn't they grab your attention? Because they just, the, the absence of success on the field? I don't think I was into MLS at the time. Okay. I didn't really like the style of play. I thought mm -hmm. it was very boring, very slow. Okay. Uh, I didn't appreciate the league for what it was. Okay. And I really didn't transition back into MLS until maybe like three years ago. Okay. I kind of just said, hey, you know what? It's it's the, it's the league I have. Mm -hmm. And I looked and I liked it. Yeah. Um, I gave it some yeah. attention back when Freddie Montero was here with the Sounders. Mm. Loved watching him play for the Sounders. Almost became a Sounders fan because okay. of it. But stuck to my LA roots. Mm -hmm. So with that, a lot of the lack of culture that I can resonate with and just have that 
I don't know, connection. Mm-hmm. I see it in LAFC. Okay. I, I feel it. They're wow. block by block, street by street, one by oh, one. Oh, man. It sounds like you're uh, a part of the marketing team. You're, like, talking about it. It, it, it resonated just, with you, their it videos? It really did. Wow. You know, that one campaign yeah. that they're doing right now, yeah. it just sits with me so okay. well. And I love it. I love the LA culture, and I love that they have that LA feel to them, whereas mm-hmm. the Galaxy just... You sure? Like so you're talking about like uh, the you know the the video that they uh, released, right? And uh, have you watched it where they announced their the crest and colors, and then they then they say that the you know block by block. I think so. Shape. Okay. I've seen a few of their videos, yeah. um, but I follow them on their, all their media stuff, so I see it pretty often. Okay. And it's just like I said, it's stuck. Right. And as much as I do love the Galaxy, because I mm-hmm. I do have love for the Galaxy, I have like two jerseys. Yeah. I like I'm a season ticket holder, so I've had some sort of like deeper connection. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm going to probably end up being an LAFC fan. I see. Wow. Okay. Shout out to uh, LAFC. Uh, <laughs> For converting. Patrick, Patrick and Rich out there in LAFC and Marcus, <laughs> you know, some of our friends over at LAFC. All right. Okay. So you mentioned uh, the Neymar Juniors 5 tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And you were there, right? Like a week yeah, ago, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I remember seeing you. You were there. Were you there on your own and just kind of representing soccer problems or what, you know, what were you doing? I was a little there at soccer problems. I was there mm-hmm. because I had friends playing in the tournament. I okay. was there because I'm a soccer fan, mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. Uh, I just wanted to go out to the tournament. I went last year. I thought yeah. it was great last year and I knew it was going to be bigger and better this year, which mm-hmm. it was. Okay. Red Bull did a great job with the tournament. Uh, and I knew that the reigning champions, mm-hmm. TC Broders, were mm-hmm. going to be at the tournament. Okay. So I wanted to see them in person because I didn't get the chance to okay. in L.A. Yeah. Did they and impress you? I wasn't as impressed as I thought I was going to be, but mm-hmm. I think it was just the, I guess, situation that they okay. were in. It was one of those things where, yeah, you have to punch your ticket to Miami. Mm-hmm. So they didn't press as much as I, th- as I thought they were going to. They didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the footwork I wanted to see, but see. from most teams in general, not just them. Yeah. I, it wasn't as skillful as I wanted it to mm-hmm. be. And maybe it had to do with like the playing surface. It's hard. Playing surface. The ball. The ball. Yeah. The I, 99 cents ball that people have mentioned. <laughs> they need a, They need a, like... We love Red Bull. We've worked with Red Bull. So if Red Bull's watching, you know, we don't want to bat. We're not bashing, but it's just more like constructive criticism, right? Yeah. They need to improve the ball, you right? You need to invest in your tournament. Yeah, because, like, it starts with the ball, right? Because that's the game, right? So that's, like, almost one of the most central important pieces, right? And that it ball is. is just no good, right? It was tearing apart. Yeah. I saw the stitches coming out yeah. in some in- instances, but... Yeah. And then also it's, like, on the playing surface and it's small-sided. And usually when you're playing small side like that, use a different type of ball. You use a size 4 ball, maybe a futsal ball, so yeah. it stays... You know what I mean? And allows you to do the street soccer skills that not only Red Bull wants to probably showcase, but people are there to see as well, like yourself, yeah. right? Like, I've seen TC Broders play, you know, and, yeah, I, I think... Uh, Definitely, if the um, situations were a little bit different, then we could have seen a little bit more skill. Yeah, yeah the elements definitely played a huge part. Yeah. I like the surface they played on. I mm. personally would have rather like preferred to play in cleats, and I know they weren't allowed to play in sure. cleats, and I know that's why a lot of them slipped or yeah. wouldn't really make those runs mm. or go in because they didn't okay. have the traction they wanted. So maybe if there's a way that they can fix that, I don't know if you know, soccer it was U.S. I don't know the mm-hmm. name of the facility that yeah, it was at. US five, yeah. US five. Mm-hmm. If they can maybe adjust something, lay something over, or if they can, Red Bull can adjust the rules so that you can play in cleats. Yeah. On certain surf- uh, surfaces like right. that one, because I know last year you're not gonna play in cleats on a laptop. Sure. Okay. But I think that played a huge part in, I guess, the comfortability for the players. Mm. It's tough to go into it thinking you're gonna play on a, in a, on a certain yeah. atmosphere, in a certain atmosphere, and then get something totally different yeah. than you were expecting. I can agree because for me, I was playing on the media team, and for me, like 95% of my skills was not able to be unleashed based on <laughs> some of those things that you're talking about. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. Like personally, like my friends were playing, and my friends are very skillful. Okay. Uh, they're what, not. What team? Uh, Dale. Okay. 
and they're very skillful with the ball, but mm. they were slipping everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that they would have won the whole thing had sure. they played on a different surface, but I would have seen a lot more skill from them. Yeah. And I feel like any other team would have provided more skill for the tournament and made yeah. it cooler than maybe it could have been. Okay. But, you know, you learn, you move on. Next year, you make it better. You take these, I guess, lessons and right. you implement them and you Okay, are you a, so? Are you a fan of the? Uh, are you a fan of like street soccer and the small sided game? I'm a fan of every type of soccer. Okay, I think anywhere and anyhow that you play the game, even if you're mm -hmm. just juggling, it's beautiful. It's yeah. something to do. It's better than being on your phone and mm -hmm. being all over social media. As much as I love social media, I'd rather be outside playing with the soccer ball. So then, when you're at events like that, do people recognize you? Do they come up to you? Sometimes. 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 Yeah. Um, usually, it's friends that I've made through soccer problems already. Mm -hmm. Some people just kind of look and they're like, "Hey, I think that's soccer problems." Mm -hmm. And then what happens when you do that? You I'm kind of just do the like, hair toss, and you're like, "Yeah, that's me." Or what do you not do? really. I'm not much of a <laughs> hair flip person. Okay. Um, if they say it loud enough, I'll yeah. I'll just look at them and be like, yeah. "It's soccer problems, guys." All right. I know, mm -hmm. um, but if they're too like distance or they just don't look welcoming, I'm not mm -hmm. gonna make them feel uncomfortable because you right. never want to make someone. So you're not you're not like a shy person when it comes to those type of situations. I'm not a shy person at all. You're not a shy person at all. I'm not. Okay. I can be a little timid at first. You yeah. have to get a little comfortable, but once it goes, it mm. goes. Okay. And I guess soccer problems has definitely brought out that person in me. I yeah. think I was a lot more reserved. Um, and when I told the world, "Hey, mm. I'm soccer problems," I kind of had to let go of that little shell that I had yeah. and be able to adjust to people saying hey that's soccer problems because i've had people take pictures of me mm. or with me the okay. of me kind of scared me but yeah, with yeah, me yeah. is okay right <laughs> like one of those indiscreet ones that they're doing from the hip or something like that and, yeah okay. that creeped me out sorry honestly. i apologize for that i didn't mean to do that <laughs> last week at name martinez five <laughs> no i had there's one particular instance uh -huh. that just i don't know why that instance freaked me out but okay. it did i went to a uc irvine match uh maybe two years ago during the collegiate season okay and I had someone tweet me, hey, I saw soccer problems, but it's my backside walking out of like, mm. the facility. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. why? Trust me, you get used to it. That happens to me all the time. You get uh, used to it after a while. I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather just someone come up to me and be like, hey, right. like your soccer problems. And I'd rather have a conversation about it rather than like a tweet right. of like my backside. Sure. <laughs> Was it zeroed in on a certain area? No, or just, no, okay, no, okay. no. All that you is not that bad. Then. It's not <laughs> as bad. All okay. you see is hair. Trust me, it's it fine. Got, so it could have been, been much worse then, right? <laughs> Definitely. Okay, okay. So. What about uh, like some uh, any exciting things? Like what's the most, what's been like the most exciting thing with either soccer problems or just when, the, you know what I mean? Like have you been able to interview any like famous uh, players or, you know what I mean? Um, Celebrities? I... Getting to, I guess, meet Dave from Beast Mode Soccer was okay. really, really cool just because I know the like, impact he's made on mm -hmm. women's soccer. So mm -hmm. I know my, my love for the women's game is also rooted through him. Watching him support the league makes really? me want to support the league. Interesting. I okay. love his support for female athletes in general. He's very supportive of me, soccer yeah. girl probs. He's just about empowering women, and it's mm -hmm. awesome. Okay. So shout out to Dave from Beast Mode Soccer, Definitely. right? Dave Copeland, right? Yeah, that okay. guy's a man. He's hysterical. Is he? Check him out. He's really, really funny. Okay. Yeah. Who like any uh, uh, players that oh, yeah. you like? You know, fangirled over or anything like that through you know through um, your interaction or meeting you know the local players or abroad. So I got to somewhat meet CBG at an Adidas okay. event two years ago. He was really, really nice, super cool guy. Uh, so by CBG, you mean who for the audience? Steven Gerrard. Uh, okay, Steven G. Steven he had Gerard. just landed okay. in LA, yeah. did an Adidas event because they were transitioning out of their old four cleats and bringing in the new uh, two models that they had. Okay. And the aces and the Xs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that seems like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so you met him at the, one of the Adidas events, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. It was a, Where he was a judge? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, downtown LA. 
It was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, and you got then, a picture with him? No, no. I didn't want to. Like, everyone yeah, wanted a picture. Yeah. I just wanted to meet him and say hi. So you did meet him, though? Instead. Yeah, okay. it was really, so really cool. that was a fangirl moment for you? Definitely. Okay. And what else? I... Oh, so I went to the season ticket member rally for LA Galaxy this mm. season and meeting Giovanni Dos Santos. Mm. I thought it was going to be really cool about it. Okay. I lit up like a fangirl on the really? inside. Oh, okay. I don't know what it was. So so you've been a fan of Gio then? Oh, definitely. Okay. Uh, that Especially, goal okay. against Timmy yeah. in the uh, Gold Cup final. I that see. One of the greatest moments of yeah. my life, honestly. Is it because he plays for like Mexico and then, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a household fan, you, you guys kind of watched him playing? Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, he's legit, right? He's always been a name in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's always tough for me. I mean, yeah. uh, my parents are Mexican. Both mm-hmm. of them are. So I'm full-blown Mexican. Okay. And growing up in the U.S., you always had to like Wait a second of, then. So what happens when Mexico plays U.S.? Because you're wearing the U.S. Okay, that's the women's, but still. What happens when Team USA plays against Team Mexico? Who do you guys root for? Is it divided in the household, or is it all one way? It's all one way. Okay. And it's not really going the right way right now. <laughs> I see. Interesting. So, what, have, what, yeah. What, 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 okay, so obviously it's your culture and your heritage, right, and all that. Is what, Do you think there's any possibility moving forward that... Uh, they like in the in the same sense how LAFC was able to win you over. Uh-huh. Would Team USA ever be able to win you over? You think? So I will root for you, Team USA, mm-hmm. every, every time single they don't, time. Every time they don't play Mexico is what every you're gonna say. Every time huh? they don't play Mexico. I know. So what happens when they do? Would there is there ever a possibility? You think? I don't think so because okay. that actually just goes back to my heritage yeah. and my roots and my family, and it just means a whole lot more to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my blood. Right. Um, but like I said, I will always refer to Team USA yeah. a little more now with Bruce Arena. I really mm-hmm. wasn't a fan of Klinsman in as a coach, but I definitely will root for the U.S. because okay. that's just, yeah. it's that's, where I live. It's where, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so that's still something, right? So anytime they don't play Mexico, you know, you'll still be a fan, right? Oh, always. And you'll support I have them, U.S. Right? jerseys at home. Yeah. I'm a fan, definitely. It's yeah. just, it becomes a little tougher when you play against Mexico. All right. Okay, interesting. All right, so what about uh, on the personal front? So you're going to school, mm-hmm. right? How's the? You have a boyfriend. No. Is there a soccer problem, boyfriend? There isn't. No. So that's no. a soccer problem then. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. Too busy. Too busy juggling all three of those aspects of school and work and soccer problems or what? Kinda. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had relationships yeah. throughout this whole experience, mm-hmm. but I just think that I'm a little too busy. My okay. head is just so focused on going forward that maybe I forget to kind of just stay in the moment and enjoy right. what's around. Um, I don't know. I'm so dedicated to the game that yeah. it kind of makes it hard. I know a lot sounds of male like, players. Okay, and sounds it like it almost hard. like the guy, like future future Mr. Soccer Problem has to be a uh, soccer fan almost. Oh, yeah. He has to be? He has to what be. What if you meet Mr. Wonderful tomorrow, but he like knows nothing about soccer? We're not going to talk about anything. anything. But, so then maybe you could introduce the sport to him, right? That's how you win fans over, no? It is, uh-huh. but it'd be really frustrating for me, honestly. So all of your, you know, uh, boyfriends in the past, they've all been so- either soccer fans or soccer players? <laughs> Every guy I've ever dated wow. has has played soccer. Okay. Okay. So, guys, take note. You have to, <laughs> you have to be uh, into soccer, right? To have a shot at Brianna, right? <laughs> Pretty much, right? Basically. Yeah. It's just, it's a staple. Okay. I don't feel like I can really talk about anything else okay. for like a while. Or at first, it's just, it plays a huge, huge mm. Uh, impact on okay. who I am and whatnot. So if it doesn't reflect you, yeah, 
that's not authentic it's, not, it's yeah. not there does he have to actually be a soccer player or can he just be a fan like what if he's totally not athletic and just you know but he knows everything about soccer about oh, that, that'll work it works yeah i can, oh, I can teach bad. him how to play okay but i right. don't necessarily so it doesn't have to be like a total athlete soccer player type of guy no he just has to be like very knowledgeable about the game wow, i need okay. to have those conversations i mm. need to be able to relay and be able to go watch the games and know why that person uh, why they know I'm going for that team or that that player or what yeah. frustrates me or I don't need questions like what's offside mm. not offsides what's offside wow. there's no S in offsides wow okay well, we're on a whole nother level with you yeah okay. <laughs> got it alright it's just one of those things but I mean I'm not too worried I'm 22 I have sure. the rest of my life to find someone who's yeah. gonna come on this journey with me until then I'm perfectly happy with right. my friends I have good people in my life yeah. and that's really all I need so, so then interesting okay so let me ask you this do, do you ever get like uh, people hitting you up through social media like guys like you know Instagramming you you know message DMing you and things yeah. like that okay do they go through soccer problems or do they go through your personal account personal account oh, okay so yeah. they find you through soccer problems and then they DM you I don't want to say that they found me through soccer problems okay. I mean I've had some like random strangers but yeah. a lot of the guys I guess that slide into my DMs mm. are friends of friends Okay, they, they see me get retweeted onto their friends timeline so they follow and I guess maybe they like my soccer knowledge and they're like yeah that's hey. what they like your soccer knowledge hey hey <laughs> on Instagram hey. <laughs> no like I, I don't really get a lot of DMs through Instagram because uh, I don't really okay, like okay. You know, I'm not the selfie person I'm more uh, like the look this is what I'm doing and uh, that kind of stuff okay. but like on Twitter it's always just awesome. soccer 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 yeah, yeah. so I do think it's based like some part sure. soccer knowledge and they're yeah, just yeah. like hey like yeah, guys are thinking, hey, we can like go to games together, and you know, she can be my girl, right? Kind of thing. She's you know, a season like, ticket holder. Yeah. That's free Galaxy games. Right, not bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's what? Uh, what are you looking forward to this year in terms of the soccer world? Then you know, obviously, you're like a knowledgeable person about the you know uh, of soccer and U.S. internationally. How about like uh, you know, what are you really looking forward to in the next uh, you know whatever six months within 2017 in the soccer world? Are there certain tournaments or games that you really get up for and look forward to, or you know? Well, Gold Cup obviously in okay. the summer. Confederations Cup is this year, isn't it? Mm. Um, no, no, is it Confederations? I don't know. I know Gold Cup is for sure. Gold right? Cup. Yeah. I don't think it's Confederations. Okay. Um, the Women's Zero is going to be interesting, and I hope that I can catch as many games of that as okay. I can. NWS, NWSL, it's fifth season. It's record-breaking. Okay. It's yeah. only getting better. I'm so excited for the league. I'm hoping that more teams come in next year, maybe one or two, mm -hmm. if they can make it happen. Um, the collegiate season is always my favorite time of the year. Really? So you you follow I college? I love college, game. college soccer. Okay. I've gone women's to or men's. You're talking about both. Really? I mean more men's side, okay. but I mean I can watch both. I love double headers. Uh, I love the Pac-12 mm -hmm. in particular, but I've gone to the big the, the Big West final mm. for the men's side since 2011 every okay. year. Okay. So it's a staple. Whatever it is I'm doing, I have to be in town. I have to be able to go to that game. Thankfully. The furthest I've have to like driven. Uh, the furthest I've driven for that game was Santa Barbara last right. year against Cal State Fullerton. That was fun, mm -hmm. but I love the collegiate season. It was. Wow. It's just my favorite time of the year. There's always games going on, whether it's in person, online. You can always find something, and it's just the most fulfilling thing. August through right. December, my heart is full. All right, good, good. Now, as we wrap up, is there anything uh, with? soccer problems that you uh, have uh, plans for uh, or are you just going to kind of you know is anything kind of like next level that you're thinking about or are you going to just continue to just hopefully grow the account organically any kind of plans with soccer problems so i want to grow obviously mm -hmm. uh, my main focus is to grow the game and give back mm -hmm. i feel like there's so many like regions in this world that don't have what i have access to and as nice as brands are and stores like hey do you want this and this like 
I don't need any more cleats. I have like 10 pairs of cleats at home. I'm good for the rest of my life. Okay, good. We brought, have, we're, we're giving you a jersey today, all right? So yeah, not I'll, a cleat. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I'll take okay. a jersey. Um, right. But I want to find a way to give back to the community. I mean, yeah. Soccer Problems has given me a lot and I feel like there just needs to be a way for me to give back as well, even though I really haven't monetarily benefited from it. Mm -hmm. I've had great opportunities. Like my two jobs that I've had since high school have been because of Soccer Problems. That's mm -hmm. kind of what started me there. So I've met great people. I've had great experiences. I've, I've gotten to do things I never dreamed of doing. Meeting Steven Gerrard was not in the plan whatsoever. So with all these things, I just want to find a way, whether it's fundraisers, whether it's you know drives to somehow give back to the LA community. I want to give back to LA. I want to give back to the world. I think it's something that's very doable. I want to grow the game. I want to convert people to soccer fans. Sure. So I think that's the main focus of my account is to just make it... I guess something to look for, to understand that the game is growing, to know what's going on in soccer, and you know my soccer nerds because it's mm -hmm. like a special place in my heart for them. I'm right. one of them. Mm -hmm. I want to keep them updated with what's going on in the game, what's going on in MLS. I think that there needs to be a lot more exposure for MLS, even though there's a great ton already. Yeah. I just people need to back us up. I understand that the EPL and La Liga, mm -hmm. uh, Serie A. They're huge leagues, but you have to support your, your home. Local, local teams, right? Local soccer is so important. I yeah. think people forget that. So I just want to use soccer problems as something that can benefit everyone, whether it's knowledge, whether it's receiving something. I love doing giveaways because it means I get to give back to my followers. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's so like rewarding to me. All right. So I think that's my main objective with soccer problems. You know, YouTube, finding a way to benefit from it and also have my followers benefit from it. I don't like, you know, solely focusing on myself when it comes to the account because I don't think it's fair. Mm -hmm. It was never intended to be that, mm -hmm. to be something that, oh, you know what, I can make money off this. I can, you know, get all these, all this equipment and all these beautiful like yeah. merchandise right. free swag from all these brands yeah. Yeah, yeah you know i and don't get me wrong i love going to the events i love getting jerseys right. yeah. or continue to give that we don't mind that <laughs> but that's not the focus right yeah i mean yeah. like i can live without it is sure. what i'm trying to say okay. it's not the biggest thing in the world okay. it's definitely you know i'm so grateful and right. appreciative when people reach out and think of me as important enough or okay. the account important enough to be included into their ideas uh -huh. but at the end of the day it's all about giving back for me. It's all about making people inclusive and understanding that soccer is so much more than just a sport. I see. And if you want to include into the you know the giving and, and uh, to outside people, and you get all this free swag, uh, large ten and a half shoes. Okay, make, you know. I'll add send that to the it, list because yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a list of people who are just like, hey, if you have extra stuff, <laughs> right. and I'm just like, yeah, because okay. that happens, guys. Okay, yeah, just add me to the <laughs> list. Then. I'll keep, I'll keep you in okay. mind. Keep right. you in mind. Great, great. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Brianna Aguila from Soccer Problems. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out for you at future events. And perhaps at LAFC or uh, LA Galaxy games will we'll still to be determined, right? We'll see how well, it happens. I mean, there is a game tonight. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Thank you so much for joining us. Urban Pitch Podcast, a beautiful game of life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.